Welcome to the Poet and the Reader podcast. If you like all things bookish, then you have come to the right place. Hi, I'm Shanice. And I'm Vina, and welcome back after a very long break. (laughs) Unintentional, and we're very sorry. (laughs) Yes, we are very sorry. But um, happy to hear your voice again, Shanice. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I know. um, Is that accurate? (laughs) Yeah, it is. We haven't seen each other since... I don't know, for like a couple weeks we haven't seen each other. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I know. How are you? I'm good. I miss talking about books with you. I do too. I miss you. There's so much to catch up on. There is. <laughs> We're halfway through the year and I want to I wanna know all the details. So yes. this episode we're going to go over them with you guys. Yes. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, what are your last reads, Shanice? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after, okay, so like for April, I went fucking bananas. Let me tell you. I read mm-hmm, I read mm-hmm. like 10 or 11 books in no, I read 10 books. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I read 10 yeah. books in April or some shit like that. I went fucking bananas. So, um <laughs> I'm just going to say the names of the books that I've read because it's just too many for us to like really go into detail, but right. if any of the titles like you want to know more of, just let me know and then we can cover it in the next episode or you know just DM us or something Definitely. like that, you know? Yeah, great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I read uh, Read Between <laughs> the Lines by Rachel Lacey. I read Frizzy by um, Carabelle Ortega. 808 and Other World mm-hmm. by Sean Avery Medlin. Maybe Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And then this book I'm going to go into because that was a request from Erin. Erin requested it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Erin. Okay, so um, <laughs> this is my fourth book from um, Taylor Jenkins Reid. I read three of her old. I have three of her um, three of her older books left, and of course, Sir Carrie Soto is back. Gets published in August, which I'm really excited about. Um, I'm gonna specifically mm-hmm. talk about this one because one of um, you know, because Aaron asked, and um, without giving too much away, because you know, hint, hint, you know. I mean, it, that's going to come back <laughs> later. Why I'm not going to go into depth with this, but right. Um, right. <laughs> it follows Hannah Martin, who is 29 years old and she's not, she's lost, not knowing what she wants to do with her life. And in this novel, her fate hinges on the choices that she makes after bumping into her high school sweetheart. Now, what I love about this book is the alternating chapters. After we meet the old flame, we exist in two possible scenarios. I love books that also have this side storyline of these intense friendships. Like, I've mentioned this more than one on this podcast, but I have a best friend who's, like, my soulmate. And we have this mm-hmm. very intimate platonic relationship. And I don't know if that's the right words that they like, put together. It sounds weird because it's, like, right. intimate and platonic, but, like, our friendship is very intense. <laughs> um, so okay. that's one of, the fa- one of my favorite things about Gabby and Hannah that they share. They have this very intense mm. relationship. And, um, I was telling V the other day because she asked me, um, about the book and I'm telling you, it is not a masterpiece, but you can see Mm. Taylor Jenkins Reid have these, this raw talent that's slow being, like slowly being built up to eventually writing characters like Daisy and Camille from Daisy Jones and the Six Mm -hmm. and Evelyn and Monique and Cecilia from, um, The Seven Husbands, Nina from Malibu's Rising. You can see the road that she's like to creating these strong women characters who like I said to you mm. like said to you V you're not going to maybe like them mm-hmm. as a whole but you do fall in love with them and admire their strength and right. eventually you like root for these women right and 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really love the way she writes women and in maybe not the best lights, but it's so easy to love them. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, and that's how I felt about <laughs> Hannah. I maybe like didn't like her 100% of the time, but I loved how she was written mm-hmm. and I loved the Gabby and Hannah friendship. So overall, I, I hope I didn't, you know, I hope I did that justice. Nice. <laughs> okay. What'd you read in May? I only read uh, three books in May. So I read The Jasmine Throne, Mm -hmm. um, Burning Kingdoms. It's a trilogy by Tasha Suri. I read Melt With Mm -hmm. You by Jennifer Dugan, which I was really excited about. I had waited for this book for months and I got an early copy because of Nat Galley. So I really, I really enjoyed that copy. Um, And then I read Never Kiss Your Roommate by Feline Harms. I had such a hard, Mm -hmm. like, I read this book. I picked it up from the library. I had found it on TikTok. And I think... Honestly, it could have been such, it could have been like the cutest book that I read this year. It Mm -hmm. would have been the cutest book that I read, but these are the types of books that we need to have, we need to be having these conversations about. So we have a dual narrative, Seth and Evelyn who are white, and I'm pretty sure Seth is, but I know Evelyn is, and her love interest is a black girl named Noelle. And we had these conversations, I think a few weeks ago with, um... Not not weeks ago, months ago, with um, the woman who wrote a little life. We had this okay. little like conversation, me you and Jalissa, about like own voices yeah. and like people writing outside of their cultures and stuff like that. Right, right. And I don't have a problem with that. Right, as a writer, I feel that it's a double edged sword. Um, if you say, oh, you can only write these types of characters, and I feel like that limits you as a writer. I always say that, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. books have I read alone this year where I'm just like, oh my God, this book is so fucking white, right? Like, you can write outside of right. your race, ethnicity, like, culture, you know? But of course, just do it justice. <laughs> just do it justice. And if you're going to write something right. that's beyond your scope, you must fucking do research. Ask people. Absolutely. Right. Ask yeah. people of that community. Like, if I was to write a science fiction book, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm going to go and research that shit. I'm going to talk to, I'm going to make sure I talk to some of my scientist friends, because I got some, Mm -hmm, and be like, Brianna, mm -hmm, you got your mm -hmm. PhD in chemistry or some shit. Talk to me for 15 (laughs) minutes and tell me if I'm doing something justice, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying those things. What happened in this book? Well, yeah. yeah, So like, um, the book, basically, I didn't like the stereotypes of how not only Noelle was represented, but the other two characters. Mm -hmm. Noelle was picked on in a predominantly white school which was never fucking addressed okay. or just brushed under the rug, really. She was right, over-sexualized. Right. There was a lot of trauma there mm. that was just used. So I feel like there was this prophet of black pain, and I didn't fucking like it. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. a but, right? So, like, this author is 16 years old. Well, sh- she started writing the story at 16. So Feline Harms was wow. 16 when she started this book, right? And she was 19 when she got it published. Published, But That's- sis... That's a lot. Okay. Right. But sis, who didn't stop you? Like, the publishers didn't sit down and was like, babes, this might be mm, a little problematic. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I'm just saying, she's I'm fucking... sure a lot of editors... Right. Yeah. A lot of, ed- like, editors didn't sit down and was like, maybe you should change the race of this character. Maybe, like, we should, like, mm. you know, balance out this, like, this trauma, this pain. But it was also, like, she had representation of an Italian person and a French person who was also mm-hmm. fucking, like, the, like, used on the stereotypes. And that's how they were used in this book. Mm. Yikes. Yeah, and so, like, 
I'm going to say this, right? She's fucking 19 years old. And I'm not going to say this was Mm -hmm. intentional. I don't know her as a person. I don't know her character. Mm -hmm. So for argument's sake, let's just say I don't feel like she understood what this, what making this character black meant. And that's why you need to do research. At 19, if I was held up to the shit I said, girl, I say some dumb shit without thinking now. Mm -hmm. So like, think about like, (laughs) you knew me at 19 years old. If we had a, if we had like the, the type of social media that we do now, like I like, if we had this, like, wokeness we had, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we would all be in trouble. Right. And This is true. Right. And it's going back to saying that we live in this different time where cancel culture is incredibly fucking toxic and could swallow anyone yeah. whole over one mistake. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. If you're going to be a writer, you need to be more responsible with the stories you tell. And I tried to see Absolutely. if she... Yeah, and I tried to see if she had any interviews of the book. Or said anything about mm-hmm. this or addressed anything. Because I just saw a lot. And I mean, like, so many Goodreads, like, reviews. Or I saw reviews of this book about, like, the, about the, like, the use of black, black, black pain. And, like, how mm-hmm. Noelle wasn't really, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, they didn't really address the shit that Noelle went through. And I was just really upset with it. But it could have been a good book. Like, like it was, it felt like it was, a, a, like, inspired by Gossip Girl. So it was, like, a whole gossip column of oh. the, ri- the rich elite. But okay. I don't know. I wouldn't pick it up. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry that didn't go well yeah. at all. <laughs> and you know, to be honest, I'm not gonna. I'm not like I said. I don't think that she knew. Like she's young. You know, like those are two excuses. Mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. it. But like she has another book yeah. coming out, and I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna say, oh. okay, like let me see if she learned from this. You know what I'm saying? Because like I'm not gonna just shut somebody off like that. You know, I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. read like even mm-hmm. Casey McQuinston. I, God, you already know. Yeah, you're giving her another chance. I fucking bought her other book. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious to hear what you think of her next one. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um. So for me, I did not. Let's say that I went crazier than I usually do, and I feel like that's the reason where I was so burnt out by the end of April that I only read three books in May. Right. Um, so since our last episode, I read The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. Uh, this is one of the books that Aaron, again, wanted more info on. So I'm right. going to come back to that and, and tell you about it. I also read uh, Radio Silence by Alice Oseman. She's the author of Heartstopper, which since our last episode completely blew up with her TV show on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, please do. It is so freaking cute. Um, have you seen it? Are you interested? No, I haven't seen it. I'm not not interested, but I like I haven't. Please, read. please. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's just nice to see like a TV show where it's gay, but it's a happy show and it's not all trauma. Yeah, you know what like I mean? the gay pain. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. just just go to be happy, and it's really cute. Um, I also read A Buddy Read with Jules, which was The Perfect Crimes of Marion Hayes. This is a book by Cass Sebastian, which I wanted to bring up to you because I've never read a romance. This is, yeah, I think this is the first time that I ever read a romance where um, the female character says, I will be intimate with you, but I won't go all the way. And if you're not okay with that, we can't be together. And he's like, I'm totally okay with that. I've never seen that. Mm Mm-hmm in any romance book and I was like this is so refreshing like holy crap (laughs) the shop for book book club read um 
Hangs a Man by Shirley Jackson. Yes. And that was all right, I guess. Um, and since our last episode, you challenged me to read poetry and you let me borrow some books. Yes, I did. And the, oh, the one that I read out of the three was Night Sky with Exit Wounds by Ocean Vong. Girl... Thank you for this recommendation. I'm going to say it publicly. You <laughs> you nailed it. It was really, really good. Um, I like tabbed. It's not even my copy. It's Trinice's copy, but I tabbed it anyway. I, I allowed um, that. I should I give like that when, back to you. I like when people tab <laughs> in books because then I can like read yeah. it through new eyes. So that's fine. Um, but I wanted to talk more about it because it, since the last episode, I mentioned how tough it is for me to read poetry because I feel like I need to love every single poem. And if I don't, I'm reading it wrong. Mm-hmm. And you made me feel like more laid back about it. And I took my time with each poem. And and if it didn't work for me, I didn't like let me like dissuade me from continuing the book, right. which I think is what has messed me up before. Um, so, yeah, I really, really loved it. It was great. And then you gave me another recommendation that I couldn't get through at all. <laughs> right. I don't know why. One, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but it's mm-hmm. just, it was such a contrast between her and Ocean. I right. feel like Ocean speaks more to me mm-hmm. than Natalie does. Um, and his poetry, <sighs> I don't know. It just felt so much more smoother than hers. Hers was a little choppy for me. Does does that make sense? Yeah, Am I it talking does. in poetry terms? <laughs> it does. She also has a very intense um, like subject matter as well. Like Ocean Vong does too, but right. like she has a lot of repetitive like like a repetitive yeah. themes in her work, which I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it felt like. Um but yeah, I'm gonna keep reading poetry and I'm gonna keep trying and um I still have to pick up Ocean's newest book. Oh, time, yeah, is, a time is a mother. But, but I'm definitely gonna pick that up because I, I Girl, loved him. I fell in love. <laughs> I read that one. I felt like I tabbed the whole book. <laughs> really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I have to borrow it now. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and then the next book I read was oh, reread my first reread of the year. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six mm. by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Folks, people, please pick this up as an audiobook. I want you to try it, Shanice. I know you're not an audiobook person. I know. But you need to try it. I'll try it. It's it's like a whole production. Mm-hmm. It has the voices of each uh, narrator is a different actor and they act the hell out of this audiobook. I was like it was I was like watching a show. It was amazing. The voice for the voice for Daisy, dude. The minute you hear it, you're like, holy crap, this is Daisy Jones. Does it's she exactly have like a how I imagine her. Yes. yes, I I felt like, like she she's had a been, like she's voice. been smoking too much. Yeah, yeah, I felt like she had that. <laughs> that that was her voice. Yeah, she was very raspy and like kind of growly and very low tones. I had to speed up her parts because she talks really slowly, but it's very on brand for Daisy. I feel like I read it for the second time and it felt like the first time again because of the cast. It was so good. Um, but yeah. Highly recommend that. And I'll go back to The Dead Romantics for you, Erin, um, even though I don't want to because I really did not enjoy this book. You did it. So I was, I did not. Um, I'll try to be unbiased, but the reason I picked up this book was because the rep for the publisher told me, this is if you like Emily Henry and this is if you like uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I'm not going to believe people when they say that to me anymore. No, don't ever do that. <laughs> because... 
we have an Emily, we have a Taylor. Like, I don't need something like them. Right. Okay. They're living. Um, they're still. But, they're still publishing yeah. work. Like, no. Don't yeah. Do that. Like, don't compare them no more. So I feel like they're using their fame to kind of push other people, and that's fair. I get that, but it just don't do it with me. Right. <laughs> I I was very very uh, over, uh underwhelmed. Um. So this book is follows a ghostwriter. And the whole premise sounds really freaking cool. Like, she's a ghostwriter, and she happens to see dead people. She sees ghosts. Um, so she gets a new editor for her ghostwriting, and it's this really cute guy, and they don't really have the best first cute meet me cute. Um, but then she gets a phone call from her family back at home, and they're like, oh, you need to come back from New York because your father, for your father passed away. That's not a spoiler. It's in the summary. Um, so she goes back to her hometown. She's in the funeral home because her dad, of course, owned a funeral home, of mm-hmm. course. So then uh, she sees a ghost outside of the funeral home and she goes up to it to be like, how do I help you move on? And it's the cute guy that she had the meeting with, the editor. He's dead. What? So the whole, right, right. It it caught me, dude. I was like, oh, that's such a cool premise. Like, how are they going to figure this out? How is it a rom-com if if he's dead? Like, how is that going to work out? When I tell you that I called it <laughs> almost immediately as I was reading it, I was like, I know exactly how this is going to go. And it went mm. exactly how I thought. And the coincidences were even more insane than Casey McQuinston, which we... I think we agreed on was what happened in that. We're not going to talk about uh, one last stop. We don't have enough yeah, time exactly. on this podcast to talk exactly. about Casey okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, Aaron, if you pick it up, just just go with a grain of salt. I I just and this is another thing. She is um, originally a YA author, and this is her first adult romance. And you can tell, like, off would the you bat. give her another chance and in the adult room? Realm? Mm-mm. No? No, no. You see, let me tell yeah. you something about <laughs> Vina, guys. Like, I'm, way, I'm way tougher than you. <laughs> let me tell you something about Vina, guys. Just, she is not, she okay, says she's ahead. Dominican, but she's not. Because three strikes, you're not out. It's one strike, you out. <laughs> it, and especially in the summer, oh too, God. when we got the eczema flare-up, she's just not about nothing. Like, she, <laughs> it's only one chance. You get half a chance, and that's it. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't breathe. <laughs> Yo, you're you're full of jokes today. I love it. Um but yeah, guys, I, I'm very tough. I'm a tough critic. I can't help it. Yeah. I just if mm, yeah, it wasn't for me. And Sorry, and here's Aaron. here's why this is such an interesting <laughs> podcast, right? Because it's our podcast. <laughs> no, we stop. No, but no, but listen, yeah. right? This is why it's kinda interesting to to see these books from two different point of views, right? Because Vina's only yeah, looking yeah. at, like, reading these books as a reader. And I'm reading these books mm-hmm. as a writer. So when somebody exactly. messes up, I'm willing to give them more chances. I'm willing to be like, okay, let me see yeah. if you learn from your mistakes. Or, like, with Taylor Jenkins Read, right? Like, I'm reading past no. these books, and I'm just enjoying the journey it took her to get to this point. And Vina's like, right. nah, I didn't like this. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, but it's bigger than that. And she's just like, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can be stubborn. I can be very stubborn. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's what I've read. What are you currently reading? <laughs> oh, I'm okay. So like, I've been on a bit of a slump. Like I said, um, Tavina, mm. I you know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think too. May is always such a hard month for me, um, because it's Mother's Day and then my mother's anniversary is like towards the end of the month. So it's just like, ugh, it's just a ball mm-hmm. of emotions. But um, yeah, like I said, I've been on a bit of a slump, and I I just can't. I couldn't find like my focus. On books, but I'm reading, I'm buddy mm-hmm. reading, I'm trying to buddy read, I'm, <laughs> I'm barely attempting to buddy read this book, um, All of Us Are Villains, Listen. by Amanda Foodie and Christine Lynn mm-hmm. Herman, which I didn't realize mm-hmm. when I picked up this book, or when I agreed to do this uh, book with them, that there was two <laughs> authors. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so curious to know who's writing what, but. Yeah, yeah. that's, you know what, it's so funny, because I'm reading this book, and I'm like, I wonder who's writing this, I'm wondering if, like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just wondering, but um, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit yeah. about it, the synopsis. Uh, the blood moon rises, okay. the blood veil falls, the tournament begins. Every generation at the coming of the blood moon, seven families in the remote city of, you're gonna have to tell me this name, because I've been struggling. Uh, Ilvernath. Look at that. I've been, I've been saying a liver math. <laughs> <laughs> the liver man <laughs> that sounds more interesting <laughs> yeah right um each name a champion to compete in a tournament to death the prize exclusive control over a secret wellspring of high magic the most powerful resource in the world one thought long depleted this year thanks to salacious tell all book the seven champions are thrust into worldwide spotlight, granting each of them new information, new means to win, and most importantly, a choice. Accept their fate or rewrite their stories. But this is a story that must be pinned in blood. Now, I'm reading mm-hmm. this book, right? And I'm on page 30-something, 40-something. I have, I've read, mm-hmm. I, I read through all of, because there's four point of views, right? Yeah. I've read through all four of them. Mm-hmm. None of them are my favorite yet. Okay. But, um... That's fine. What's making me mad is how they spell magic. And I don't know why. Mm. And also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that might be, like, the... That might be, the like, the root spelling of it, but it's just making me mad. They're English, right? Because, like, I'm reading it and they have, like... Yes. Okay. Yes, they are. I'll explain when I go over my... <laughs> okay. And Vina told me that I should... Because yeah. I'm, like... It It kind of makes me think of um the unkindness of, mag- of magicians... I forgot who the author mm. was. I read it last year and it was kind of mediocre and it was kind of written the same style. Like there was four or five different point of views and I didn't really enjoy it. So like I find myself comparing yeah. it to that. I'm giving it a fair mm. shot. I'm I'm giving it to like 86, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's the page. 86. If, if you can't get past that, then you then it's not the book for you. Yeah, if I don't get to 86, yeah. I'm returning and give, getting another book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, are you reading anything else or just the one? No, that is all. Vina, what are you reading? Mm-hmm. I'm reading two books. I'm reading All of Us Villains by Amanda Foodie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a buddy read, basically, uh, between me, Shanice, and Jalissa. And it's the first time we're buddy reading together. So you need to get it together, okay? You know okay. what? And it's funny, um, too, because I'm <laughs> such a fast reader. Like, I would have finished this yeah. book already, but I'm, I don't think I'm interested in it. I don't know. We'll see. 86. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to try I'm going to try to sell you on it right now. OK. Um, so I'm 100 pages from the end. Mm-hmm. I could not put it down today. I was reading like crazy. Mm. Um, so the thing with this book is. 
for people who know Hunger Games and Harry Potter, it's if you mesh them together, right? So we've got a Hunger Games-like challenge for seven kids, and only one of them gets out alive. And whoever gets out of the challenge, whatever, gets all of this magic for their family, and their family is going to be super powerful and whatever. So off the bat, I also struggled with you, like you did. I was kind of bored. I was like, oh, this is like if Hermione's dad was Lucius Malfoy. Like that's how it read to me because I was doing the audiobook as I was reading it. And the narrators are British. And I'm like, oh, this is set in England or something like that. Right. Um, and then I kept I kept compare, comparing the whole time. So there's an instance where this is not a spoiler. Like it's all in the first chapter or so it's of the book. It's a spoiler. But. No, <laughs> but one of the characters does the whole like I want to volunteer like Hunger Games for her sister but in this case the sister goes no I actually want to do this so she goes ahead right so the whole time I kept like you know going back to those YA books that I used to read back in the day but then there comes a point in the story where I took the title of the book very seriously <laughs> mm -hmm. where the villain of all of the characters like really comes out on that page which is why i want you to get to that page okay because i was i was taking it oh this is a just another ya the whole time but then they start acting as the title suggests and then you're like holy crap these people are not actually redeemable at all Right. But you still want to see how it turns out. So that's why I keep reading. Um, and this, it's a duology. So the second book is coming out later on this year. So, yeah, I'm reading that <laughs> with you, kind of, and with Jalissa. And the second book that I'm reading, because I'm reading two books, I don't know why, um, is Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which you mentioned you had read and I have borrowed. Yes. Um, so I, I feel like it's a Taylor Jenkins Reid month because I did Daisy Jones, now I'm doing this, and then I'm doing Evelyn Hugo as a reread for May because Yay. we're reading it for the book club. And then I'm going to read Carrie Soto because I have an arc and I'm very excited okay. uh, when I go on vacation at the mid of June. Um, but yeah, this one we already talked about. I, hmm, I love to see her growth and I know that I should do this with other authors, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I'm going to be honest. I won't Venus um, because I read, <laughs> I'm so toxic. <laughs> so I read like, you know, her best stuff in the beginning of my reading journey with her and now I'm going backwards and it's it's great to see her her sentences like even more I don't know how to even explain it she's very matter of fact in her earlier work and it gets kind of eh sometimes um but yeah this is a very interesting premise you know when I was reading it I was thinking how are they going to do the whole two timelines because there's two timelines in this book and I felt like it would tell you, like, in the chapter title, but it doesn't even have chapter titles. Yeah. But every ch every other chapter is the, is the going back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, So I didn't expect that. I thought she was going to, like, hand feed it to me, but I guess not. No. <laughs> not like she did with Seven Husbands. Um, so, yeah. Right. Or even... Right. Or, which I'm going to reread. Or even Mal uh, Malibu's mm -hmm. Rising, she does that as well. She goes, like, between two different timelines, but with this one, they're, like... 
True. You know, it's just like figure it out yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm dying to know. Like, I have so many questions, but you obviously can't answer them. Nope. It's, it's and spoiled, I won't but... because anything I say, like <laughs> Venus gonna be like, that is that spoiled it, but it's like you fucking asked. <laughs> But guys, she has learned because I have tried <laughs> to I, get information. I, sh- I am she has not <laughs> a steel vault. I'm a vault that you, you have, cannot crack. You have been well trained. I I'm I'm like a Tiffany vault. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh what page anyway. are you on in um All of Us Are Villains? Oh, that's a great question. I don't have it in front of me. I'm in almost in the three hundreds. God damn, how many pages is in this book? I just turned around like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> All right. I believe it's 400 pages, but I could be wrong. Okay. Well, God damn, But my arc read. is 300 and something pages, which is very confusing. Also, because I'm reading the arc of this book and listening to the audio, a lot has been edited. And that's so interesting to me because I did Daisy Jones, the arc and the audio book. And there's like zero editing because she's such a good writer that they don't need to edit. Isn't that amazing? Well, I think it, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it like depending on when you get the arc, you'll get like that copy of it, like in the early stages or the late stages of, of, of. I don't know. I feel like they all come out somewhat edited. Like it's usually not that unfinished. Okay. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Because even with um, Orquida Divina, like, I noticed huge differences between the final and the and the arc. Right. So that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. But for Daisy, it was like, yeah, this doesn't need anything edited. It was so great. <laughs> yeah, I read the, I read the um, arc as well, and that was, that was just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, you're up to date with us. Yes, <laughs> it's like you are. we never left. <laughs> Um, but we're going to do our mid-year wrap-up. Yes. Um, because it's June. Can you believe? It is I June. It is our month, queers. Oh, yeah. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Hello. Happy Pride. Everybody <laughs> is not straight this yeah. month. Just do a little queer thing. Yeah. Or support a queer someone. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> something. Um, okay, so yeah, mid-year wrap-up. So we're going to go over how many books we read, and we're going to split them into genres and all that fun stuff. Do you want we me to start or you want to start? <laughs> we did so much work. <laughs> you start. <laughs> okay, uh, so my mid-year wrap-up. I have read 21 books. I have read 6,821 pages. I feel like you're going to beat me so hard. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> my average rating <laughs> is 3.5, which I'm not surprised by because there was a lot of low ratings this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I split it into genres. So I did three sci-fi and fantasies. I did eight fiction, just general fiction. Um, I did four romances. This one surprised the heck out of me. I did 14 books, teen or, y- or young reader. I'm so Sadly, surprised. Sadly, only... I know. I kind of want to look back and see what the heck I read. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I did one nonfiction, which I have to fix. I hope to fix. And one poetry book, thanks to Janice. Um, and then I we split it into new-to-me authors and authors that I've read before. So new-to-me are 15. Ooh. That 
I just needed a moment to count that because that's crazy. Yeah. And then from authors that I've read before, only six. Wow. <laughs> okay. I know. All right. So let Any me see. Any debut books before you read? Nope. Zero. Really? Okay. <laughs> because I don't give people a chance. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> on brand, on brand. Um, and then the shortest book I read was the poetry book. Uh, okay. By Ocean Vuong. The mm-hmm. longest book was 720 pages, and that was To Paradise by Hanya Janikahara. Okay. Uh, no one is surprised by that. Right. The nobody. most popular book I read is probably your most. No, well, let's see. Was 1,977,000 plus reviews, and that's The Song of Achilles. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. And the least popular or less this shouldn't be least popular so less reviews is frizzy and that's because it hasn't come out it comes out at the end of the year yeah and i think those are my stats we'll do the disappointments and surprises and all that okay after the stats yeah yeah that's fine um and my first review of the year was for orchidea divina which i gave three stars Mm. no comment anyway go ahead (laughs) (laughs) okay so my goal, well, not my goal, my books that I've read, I've read 34 books, so I'm 57% done with my reading goal. Flexed mm. on Vina. <sighs> <laughs> um, I've read nine, 9,202 pages. Okay. My average rating is 3.7, which is way less than last year. Like, my my average was, like, 4 point mm. something. Yeah. Wow. My most popular book and versus my least popular book, I'm not doing in the same order that Vina did because I didn't write it in the same order. So um, my most popular book was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, um, which I reread. So I was very excited about that. It had two million. Oh, wait, it had it had more. Wait, two million. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, okay. It had 2,005,011, 174 people who have shelled it. And then my Dang. least popular, like, you know, not least popular because it's not, is uh, mm-hmm. the Black and Latinx Poetry Project by Algeria Publishing. My ju- my genre breakdown was very surprising to me. I've read 12 Ooh, romance books. I can't books. wait. 12 romance okay. books? Okay. Romance, bitch. <laughs> I don't read romance. Yes, you do. Not that much. 12 romance books? <laughs> now, nah, I'm going okay, I'm hit unhinged this summer. I mean, this summer, this year. <laughs> yeah. I read 10 poetry books, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised I didn't read more. Three historical fiction, five fantasy, one classic, one gothic horror, one YA, and one graphic novel, which was frizzy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... New to me, 18. 12 I've read before and three debut books. Mm. And my highest rated book was Frizzy. And my first review of the year was Last Night at the Telegraph Club. And I gave it five Mm. stars. Nice. Oh, yeah. I should probably mention that I changed my reading goal. <laughs> yes, you did. Totally forgot to mention that. Um, so my original reading goal was 22. And I quickly realized that this year I am a different person, a different human. <laughs> so, And I also had mentioned before that I wanted to do um, 
32. So now I'm doing 32. I changed it to 32. And yes. let's see if I'm let's see if I'm on track. That's a She's great a question. runner. She's let's a track see. star, guys. <laughs> I'm eight books ahead of schedule, and I'm sixty six percent done with my goal. So, I'm like ten books ahead of schedule, and like I said, fifty seven percent. Oh, nice! Yeah. You got this. You be, I know you you're be in a slump me? right now, but you got this. Yeah, I'm in a slump. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to go over our disappointments, surprises, and hits. Yes. So let's start for disappointments. I'm going of to say wants it's to very obvious. <laughs> but let's, let's end on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my disappointments were two. Uh, it was Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, of course. Why was it my disappointment? Because, hmm, where to start? <laughs> I felt... My expectations were high because my younger brother, who doesn't read that much, loves this man, Malcolm Gladwell. And I'm like, okay, I respect my brother. I want to I wanna see what he's talking about. And it turns out that he's reading a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't get, I got through it somehow because of book club. But it was a huge disappointment and I won't be picking up any Gladwell in the future. And surprise, surprise, Dead Romantics, which I already mentioned before. I did not like for many reasons. Yes. Anyway, what about you? <laughs> well, uh, surprise, surprise, Never Kiss Your Roommate by Feline Harms was my first disappointment. Uh... Well, it's my first, it's number one out of the three books that I've had that are disappointments. Disappointments, um, okay. I could spend two podcast episodes talking about how the fuck how mad I was when I finished reading it, but we're not, I digress. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, Hang the Moon by Alexandria Bella Fleur, or however you say her name. I didn't, I mean, yeah, like, that her, good. yeah. So, like, her books, like, okay, they were romanced, and I, and I realized, like, I love books that exist in the same, I, like, I'm, I have a guilty pleasure of, like, reading these romance books that exist in the same, mm-hmm. like, universe. I fucking love it. I don't yeah. know why, but I love it. And I just no, felt like this fun. one. Yeah. I just felt like this one was kind of uh, kind of trash next to two of them. I think the third mm. book was my favorite, and the the first book was my second. And the third one was like, you didn't even have to write this one. I didn't like the main character, the brother. He was, I don't know, you know. Mm, um, gotcha. Okay. I kissed a girl by Jen Jennifer Alexandra, which I Alexander, which mm. I've talked about it on this podcast. I just felt like it just. Uh, it was just long trash. That's what it was. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So next up, we have our surprises of the mid-year. Uh, for me, I wonder if you're going to guess this, but it's going to be Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Okay. And for a few reasons, but most importantly, because as soon as I finished it, I got hooked on Greek mythology, which... I did never saw coming in my life, but here we are. Right. And um, I already bought Circe, which I plan on reading hopefully this at the rest of this year. Um, and then my other surprise was thanks to you, Ocean Vong. Mm, like okay. I, I last year I tried his novel, did not work for me, did not finish. Only got right. like through ten pages, but you know me, tough critic. So I was like, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> and then, and then I gave him a chance with poetry and i freaking loved it and i'm mad that you put me on (laughs) you love it i love it i love it uh what are your surprises 
So, um, I actually have, um, the song, song of Achilles on my surprise yeah? list as well. And it was because oh, cool. I read it and I was like, that's it? That's why everybody was just, like, it just, it didn't hit like I thought it was going to hit, you know? Like, I thought this was going to uh-huh. be, like, amazing and I'm just like, eh, it, yeah, TikTok, what's I good? I got you. On the other spectrum, they that. both die in the end by Adam Sil- Sil- um, Silvera. Mm. I love that book. I thought I it surprised me because it tells you the fucking ending, and I was like, I I'm not gonna love this book, and I and I did. I really <laughs> liked it. Um, Mexican Gothic. Are you by, excited for the prequel? I am. I want to buy it, but don't tell yeah. Cass because yeah. she is getting <laughs> mad at me, guys. She's. <laughs> I might have a signed copy for you, so watch out for that. Yes, yes, I will watch out for that. <laughs> uh, Mexican Gothic by Sylv- uh, Sylvia Morena Garcia because it was like I read it la- uh, like two years uh, last year, two thousand something for yeah, school, tried, and I didn't right? enjoy it. Mm. And then like I read it again, and like the next page, if I just kept on with it, the next page I was fucking hooked. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I should and- be more like you. <laughs> you should. <laughs> It'll do your life some good. No, it's not. Um, the Latinx Poetry Project, both copies because I felt so seen. And I don't know why I didn't expect that. But I did. Mm. I didn't. I don't know. Okay. But I was very happy. And then No Rings Attached by Rachel Lacey. I liked it more than the first one. And the first one is more my like style because I love enemies to lovers. Mm. But this one was kind of okay. like... This one was kind of like fake dating, and I I enjoyed it more than I did, and I enjoyed the the first one. Mm-hmm, That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Okie doke. Uh, so the hits, the hits, the, the hits, hits. The hits. Um, I mean, it's no surprise to anyone if you've listened to our previous episodes, but it's tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, um, by Gabrielle Zevin. This book. Oh, man. I give it five stars. I think it's my only five star so far this year. Um, And I made a playlist. I made it my whole identity. It's just... (laughs) I made it my whole identity. I was was mourning. Like, I was mourning when I finished this book. And um, what's cool is that as I was reading it, I was DMing the author because why not? And she was responding, which was really cool. And I wrote a review because for booksellers, if you write a review, they do this whole like indie next list and they send it to all the bookstores in the nation. And I submitted like without thinking and I put like my heart there and explained why I love this so much. And I think I told you, but they picked up the review and they're like, we're going to publish it in the next um, pamphlet or whatever. And I'm like, holy crap, what did I even say? So, <laughs> So I went back to my review and it's like, I was really in my fails. I was deeply in my fails. Damn, I can't um, wait to read it. So, I'm just going to buy it just so I can read the fucking <laughs> her review. That's it. Um, yeah, dude. I, I just loved it. And what's funny is that I asked Jalissa to read it. And I was so nervous to like, because I was building it up so much, I feel like, between us and the group chat that I didn't want that to like, you know, affect your reading experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she did not give it five stars. And I was like, that's fine. I won't be upset. <laughs> but I'm kind of upset. But I'm not upset. Um, it's just, I maybe it just spoke to me at the moment that I read it, which is fair. Um, but she she liked it, I think. 
Maybe it's not for everyone. I don't I'm know. It takes place like chat right now and be like, did you like tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> and tomorrow? Yeah, you should ask her. I want to know what she really thinks. Um, but and she just commented on our picture. Hold on. This is a live oh, me too. texting Julissa, bro. Bro. <laughs> um but yeah i just i bonded with these characters they were so flawed and messed up but i fell for them and i have put myself in their shoes and i've been the same person they've been and you know holding grudges which is i'm famous for (laughs) so i just i just you know i related to them and it just hit me in the feels um, and then my second surprise was Seven Days in June, which was my closest five-star book of the year, for the mid-year, I should say. Um, and yeah, that one was a romance, and it was really, really good, and I want you to read it so badly because you would love it. Um, and it's a childhood enemies to friends to lovers kind of deal, and it's really, really that. good. Yeah. What are your hits? So my hits is uh, last night at the Telegraph Pole um, Club. I don't know why I want to say Telegraph Pole, but tele- <laughs> Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe. I just feel like every book that I've read from Melinda Lowe, I've only read two. Every book that I've read from Melinda Lowe has just hit. Like she's amazing, and mm. you guys should read her. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Mm. I reread that book, and I. I just love that book so fucking much. Like, it was my second mm-hmm. time reading it, and I was just, like, so, like, engrossed. Is that the right word? Like, I was just in the story. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was reading this, I had to take Cass to an appointment, and, like, she was in there for a long time, but I ran through, like, three husbands like that, and I just, I just, like, <laughs> I don't know, and I was just, like, I know what happens in this book, and I still, like, I love it so much. Anyway. Hmm. I'm, I'm very nervous to reread it. I'm very nervous. I'm nervous too. Because I read it. <laughs> you toxic. I read it so long ago. And I will admit this. I don't know if it's the same. I think you like Evelyn more than Daisy Jones. Is that correct? Am I, am I right on saying that? That is correct. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So for me, it was always more Daisy than Evelyn. So I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna like it, but I'm I'm nervous. So I'm gonna do the audiobook for my reread again because I did the reread for Daisy as audio, and thankfully it has three uh, narrators because I want a narrator just for Evelyn, and hopefully they do it that way. Um, okay. But yeah, I'll let you guys know probably in the next episode because I have to read it this coming week. How I feel about it. You know what I'm interested in? Like, if Carrie Soto mm. is going to be better than Malibu's Rising. Because, like, okay, so tell me I your... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sidebar. Not even, like, guys, you know, podcast. Yeah. I don't even Unplanned. care. Unplanned. Unplanned <laughs> um, sidebar. What yeah. is your, like, your um, ranking of Taylor Jenkins' read books so far? Ooh, I love this question. Okay, so I read... Hmm, I can tell you right now. Even though I haven't finished, maybe in another life. Okay. Okay. So my bottom is One True Loves. I yeah. freaking hated that book. But I read it because it's Taylor Jenkins read, so it's okay. <laughs> and then my, maybe in another life is next. I haven't finished it, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to stay there. Right. Then I'm going to do Malibu. Because I feel like the reason I liked Malibu is because I liked 
Daisy and Evelyn. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can see what she was trying to do for Malibu. Um, and then it's Evelyn and then it's at the top Daisy. I feel like we have a similar thing except for the top. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I loved Malibu's Rising though. I almost want to give it second place. <gasps> and then the Daisy door. Jones 3. Because mm-hmm. I just felt like, and and this is the thing, right? Like Daisy Jones might have been more like well, like more well written than Malibu's Rising. I will say that like Malibu's mm-hmm. Rising wasn't somebody like if you didn't love Taylor Jenkins Reid, you weren't gonna love like mm-hmm. you weren't gonna love Malibu's mm-hmm. Rising. I already say that. Like don't I start agree. off with that shit. Start off with like Daisy yeah. Jones or Evelyn Hugo. Those are gonna get you hooked, and then you read something like that mm-hmm. if you really like her writing. I think Absolutely. that like for me I'm kind of like a mood reader you know like if I resonate Mm -hmm. with the story whether it's well written or not like if it compels me in a way like I'm gonna like it it's like an emotional read for me and the way that um Nina was written in Malibu's Rising like bitch I was just like I felt like I cried (laughs) reading that book I was just I didn't cry reading Daisy Jones I feel like maybe you like that one more because you are the older sister yeah and I feel like so much of that book is the relationship between the older sister taking care of her siblings as if she's the mother. So I feel like you can relate to her more That's than what I it is. And the struggling that they yeah. endured, like when, when they had, when she had to pay the bills, like, cause her mom was just, yo, let me tell you, I, let me tell you guys, I only feel things when I read cause I cried. I cried. Mm. But anyway, mm. Julissa just wrote us back wow. and she said, I really, really like the portray." the portrayal of friendship love yeah no the, that's the definition of that book so that's so sure. like in the book they, they're friends and they have a love they like is it a platonic um, love mm. okay so wait Julissa yes, wrote it's, back it's about I the said, it's sorry <laughs> Julissa wrote back because I said but you wasn't as obsessed as V right and she says not really no don't get me wrong um I believe the author meant to write the characters the way she did but I found it hard to connect to any of them because of it hmm. and that's fair that's fair i like like i said before each character is very flawed and i feel like she um did it she did that intentionally because you're not supposed to completely it's it's like taylor jenkins reed like she's gonna write the characters as flawed as they are but you're still gonna find a side that you're gonna love about them right and i feel like if you don't find that if you don't find that similarity between you and these three characters in this book you're not gonna enjoy it because they're very they're toxic they're a bit toxic i'm not gonna lie and that's why vina loves it she's toxic (laughs) that's why i loved it (laughs) no but seriously it's just the writing the the writing was amazing i can talk about this book all day but i won't um we'll be on a sidebar forever voice note no that's true um, but I did want to ask you also, not something we, uh, off topic, but not really. How do you see the next uh, six months for you? Like, what do you want to focus on or read more for Girl, the rest of the year? I was like, when you said, how do you see the next six months? I'm like, I hope my emotions are regulated. Like what? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to make it through tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just trying to make it through tomorrow. No, but seriously, cause I have to take cast to an appointment. I'm just trying to make it to tomorrow. Um, yeah. But mm, 
I definitely like, since we did the breakdown, is there a genre that you want to read more on or less of? You know, honestly, I kind of just I want to read more. Um, oh yeah, okay, let's talk about this. I've looked through my my like my um, all the authors that I was reading, and I realized that there were so many white authors, and I had been complaining this mm-hmm. year to cast too. I'm like, I, all the books that I'm reading are just so fucking white, and I'm like. Mm -hmm. I'm reading so many white authors and I'm just like, wow, like unintentionally I was doing that, you know? Um, maybe I want to stay away from, not stay away from it because I just, I want to read books that I'm in a mood to read. So like, I think I will, I will still branch out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to branch out. I want to read more, Mm -hmm. um, more fantasy, more like, um, Poetry, definitely more poetry, always more poetry, and some historical fiction, but um, I think I'm going to mm-hmm. stay reading romance. Like, it is my guilty pleasure. Like, I love reading, I, and I was telling yeah, Cass... There's something wrong with it. <laughs> no, I love the, like, the formula for um for romance, right? Because it's like, you meet, something kind of gets in your way, or, like, you don't instantly, mm-hmm. like, get into a relationship most times. Like, something happens... But then you guys persevere, get into a relationship. Then something big happens. You guys break up. Then there's like a grand (laughs) gesture. And like, that's the part that I love. I love when they break up and then the grand gesture. And then like, they, It's just comforting to know that you're going to know how it ends. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, it is. And I think that's what it is. Because like, poetry is also really sad sometimes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it gets me my feels. Mm -hmm. Historical fiction sometimes is really sad. Fantasy, sometimes things don't happen the way they want, like, I want it to. Like, sometimes my favorite character dies, and it's just, like, I'm mourning for days. Like, I've known these people all of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Romance, like, sometimes, and it sometimes surprises me. I was on the phone with Cass, and, like, me and Cass, like, she'll be playing her, like, game, and I'll be reading. And I'll be reading a book, and, like, one romance I was reading, I was like, this bitch just got hit by a bus. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, was this bitch hit by a bus? And I was so confused. Uh, but oh man. Yeah. How about you, babe? What okay, do you okay. what are you trying to do? What do you see for your six months? Um, so let's see. I wanna read more nonfiction because I I have a few arcs, psychology arcs that I wanted to get to, but I just kept pushing it off to read something else. So right. I wanna at least read five this year i'm saying okay. i'm saying a lot of things right now you are you going crazy so if I read... you tired? it's 10 o'clock <laughs> she's sleepy right now she ain't saying she she's not this ain't the truth um so far i read one so i'm gonna try to read four more um i definitely want to pick up more poetry so please send your recommendations my oh, way oh bitch i'm bringing sierra um... demolda to you tomorrow <laughs> Ooh, thank you yes please um and yeah just read stuff off of my shelves because there's so many books that I have just sitting there that yeah. have not seen the light of day like I have arcs that the books have come out in paperback already like they're so old right um, so yeah that's what I want to try to do more of and let's see is there anything else no I haven't really thought about this <laughs> um yeah just more nonfiction, more poetry and more books off of my tbr shelf nice because that's why I got the shelf. So I could put my TBR there, but there needs to be some movement going on. <laughs> no, I get that. Because I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I have a TBR yeah. cart, and, like, I just keep avoiding it. Like, I'm not in the mood to read those mm-hmm. or whatever. I will say w- yeah. one of the things I, I want to do as well is, like, get more books from the library. And I've been so good about it this year. Right. 
let's continue that That's in good. six months, Shanice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so I think that's it, right? Yeah, that is it. We're going to do... So I'm going on a trip in about two and a half weeks. Where are you going? It's a book conference. I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, It's my second time there. I'm going for a book thing, obviously. And I'm going for five nights or four nights. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I need to bring three books <laughs> i don't oh know when God. i'm reading these books but um and i want you to pick you i want you to pick one of them so okay. we're gonna have Shanice pick for me um i'm very excited i'm very excited to read by the pool so are you ready for some first lines so let me ask you a question with the book that i pick right is this going to be the first book that you read or are you just going to read carrie soto's back and ignore my book that i picked for you <laughs> <laughs> wow wow um you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna let you pick my first book yes because i know carrie soto is is happening regardless i might read both at the same time but the okay you're saying crazy hours. things go to sleep you <laughs> you're saying crazy things <laughs> i don't know who i am i've been abducted um but the, yeah the flight is five hours so i and i i'm also traveling and i'm going back in time so when i get there it's gonna be three hours behind new york yeah so Mm -hmm. keep that in mind when you text me anyways so uh, the first book here's the first line okay okay there would be times particularly at first when regan would attempt to identify the moment things had set themselves on a path to inevitable inevitable collision Mm. collision is that how you say that word yes i think you're thinking about collusion no i'm just kidding yes collision (laughs) um the next sentence in the no not the next sentence the next book should i do the prologue or chapter one Mm, the prologue because that's what you start with let me see unless you start from chapter one and then you go back to the prologue nope okay then okay this is a very short sentence so let me know if you need another one i need another one there exists a contest among the dead I need another. You need another one. Each week they enter a lottery. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you need more sentences anywhere. Mm. Okay. Which one is it? Oh, that was only two. Yeah, it's only two books. The second one. The second one. Okay, so you have picked for me "Cult Classic" by Sloane Crossley. The reason I picked up this book is the premise is freaking insane. So I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, read it. Um, One night in Manhattan's Chinatown, a woman sneaks out of a dinner with old friends to buy cigarettes. On the way back, she she runs into a former boyfriend and then another and then another. The city becomes awash in heartbreaks past, and what would normally pass for coincidence becomes something far stranger as our heroine, Lola, finds herself subject to the conspirings of one very contemporary cult run by people with an unusual interest in her romantic future. Hmm. Insightful and delightfully suspenseful. Suspenseful, yes. Cult classic is an original, a comic mystery about love, memory, morality, and mind control. It sounds freaking crazy, guys. It hasn't come out. It comes out June 7th. 
But this chick just keeps bumping into ex-boyfriends in one night. And it's because her friends are doing a weird cult experiment on her. I love that. I love a little cultiness in it. In the book. It's, it, yeah, dude. And the cover is so freaking cool. I'll send you a picture. Um, but it's my first time reading this author. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, I hope it turns out good. <laughs> do I do you want to know what you passed on? Yes. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This is a this is a TikTok book. And this book you cannot find anymore because she got so big on TikTok that a publisher a publisher was like pull it out of Amazon and we're going to publish it for you. Get the fuck so, out of here. <laughs> I'm still going to read it some day but um it's called alone with you in the ether by olivia blake um it sounds incredibly weird so the description in the back says she wanted to tell him to teach him every time you love pieces of you break off and get replaced by something you steal from from someone else it seems like it's the right shape but it's slightly different every time so that eventually, very, very quietly, and over days and days and days, you are transformed into something unrecognizable. And it happens so slowly, you don't even notice. Like shedding scales and making new ones. He smiled at her like, isn't it great? Yes, she thought, pained. Yes, it is. Wonderful to, suf- to suffer so sweetly with you. I don't freaking know what the heck this is about. <laughs> I'm going to make a... I'm going to make a... I'm going to make a... Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I don't even know how to say. It. I'm gonna make. A, I'm a prophet right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the future in that book. Yeah. I think yeah. that Vina's not gonna like this book <laughs> because I think that this. Why book, is that? I think that this book is gonna be pretty to read. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, a beautiful sentences. But Vina's not gonna yeah. like it, guys. I'm telling. Listen to this right I, now. I. Take that. You know I love proving you wrong. <laughs> yeah, take that book with you too, and read that book. Um, this is a challenge, bitch. Read the book oh, that geez. I picked first. I'm reading three books now. Yeah. Okay. Take that book. Carrie with you. Soto is coming with me, honey. Yeah. No, Carrie Soto's. Huh? The fuck? Carrie Soto. Carrie Soto better come with you. Yeah, she's already in the suitcase. Okay. Like, she's yeah. Coming. <laughs> Carrie Soto is back in Venus suitcase. No, but I challenge you to read that book as well. In, in okay. like okay. in in the next few weeks, I want you to read that book and tell me if you like it or not because I don't uh-huh. feel like you're gonna like it. And I will tell you why I know uh-huh. that because when I was at the shop, these are strong words. These are strong. I feel very strongly about it. Like my mic is going to red <laughs> right now because how pissed off I am, in, like saying this this prophet prophecy. Uh, um, okay. When I was at Venus Shop a few weeks ago, yeah. I sat down and I yeah. think that was a customer order or something. And I was and I looked at it. Vina told me to read it. And I was reading, and I was like, hmm, yeah. babes, don't know what you're saying here. Don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so, I don't think Vina, I, I think I would like this book, but I don't think Vina would like it. So, there you huh. go. All right. All Mike, right. And if I can drop we my mic, see. I would do that right now, but I can't. <laughs> because it's on a stand, and I don't want to break it. And uh, I can't. Um, wow. We've missed you guys. I've missed talking to <laughs> Shanice sometimes. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we will try to come back sooner than later. Yes, we will. (laughs) Happy Pride, guys. Bye. Happy Pride. Bye.